Hey, what's up guys? So, normally what I do is I, I jot down some notes, right? And I'll come up with the, I'll come up with almost a script. It's basically just a, uh, you know, fancy kind of to-do list of like what we're going to talk about. And then that way we can kind of stay on point. Or at least feel like this is edifying for the people around us. And, uh... You know what? This is just gonna, this is just gonna be one of the ones where I just like rant. I just go off about some of the like stupid and inane things that go on with dealing with this situation. One of which has to be nightmares, which is something that I definitely want to talk about with you guys that I think might be like super freaking important, given that uh these happen all the time. And when I'm talking about all the time, we're talking about like at least like two or three times a week, which is just infuriating. Do you want to hear one? Do you guys want to hear an example? Let's hear an example. Let's go for it. So the other night, you never know how a dream starts, right? You're just kind of like thrown into the middle of it and you just kind of go from there. So yeah, here's what happened. So out of the blue, I'm in an apartment complex. I'm in this apartment complex, and my job is to find Z and protect her. I'm in the complex. It's a pretty, I guess, affluent complex, you know? It's got apartment buildings. They're, like, about three stories tall. They've got, like, brick on the outside. You know, it's it's a nice place, some place you would send your mother kind of deal. Now, I have a weapon in my hand, and I am trying to find out where in the hell Z is because I don't know where she's at. And I know that there are bad guys chasing her. And if I don't get to her or the bad guys before they find her, essentially, then it's all over. And just just dread and angst and fear and adrenaline and everything is just coursing through your body as I'm running up, literally kicking down doors and opening into just random people's apartments trying to find her and knowing and, and just dreading that I'm going to hear a gunshot at some point in time that signifies that it's over and that they found her and she's gone. Finally, on one of the buildings, when I'm up on the third story, I come out of the apartment, I'm on the balcony, I look down, and I see her. And she's got two guys that are walking on either side of her. Two guys that I know are bad guys, that are guys that you don't want to be walking with your significant other. But at least I know my target. I know what I'm looking for, I know where she's at, let's go. So I start booking it down there. I start running as fast as I can, trying to get down the stairs and trying to get over to where she is at, right? And I get to the bottom of the stairs and I need to run from that building to the building that the guys took her to, which is like one building over. And I am running and I'm trying as hard as I possibly can to try to get over to that building. And for some reason, my legs are not working. And I'm getting so frustrated because it is coming down to the wire. I don't know how much longer she has. I don't know what the time frame is or even if I'm going to be able to get there in time. But there's a life on the line. And I'm the only person that can stop it from being taken. And I cannot run. 
pushing with all my might, using all my muscles, pushing, 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 trying to get there. Finally, we get to the steps of the third of the other building, and I've got three flights of stairs that I need to go up. But again, it's Dreamland, right? You don't have your full physical capabilities that you would have in the normal world that you would allow you to actually get there on time and help the scene come forward. No, in the dream world, you're down and you're slow and your legs don't work and you're trying everything you can to, to step, to take steps and actually move your feet so you can get to where you need to be. In this dream, I'm literally crawling to try to pull my pull myself up these steps. If I can't walk up a bit, walk up them, then I'm gonna pull myself up with my motherfucking hands. And I'm grabbing steps and I'm literally trying to pull myself up these stairs to try to get up there. I get like one and a half flights. We are so close, right there. Hearts just pounding out of my chest, like just. I can't breathe. Everything is just just dialed in and and wired up and. I, I just can feel the tension and hear the drop of a pin. Everything is all heightened, and suddenly, bam! I hear the gunshot. I hear the gun go off. And that's it. That's something else. I know the bad guy's got her. I know she's dead, and there's nothing I can do to actually like prevent that. And then I wake up from the dream. Then I wake up from the dream. I'm just sitting there, all clenched up, tightly clenched. All these muscles are just locked and ready to go. Cold sweats. More tired than when I went to bed. Now, that's just one variation of many that go down to a point in time where, like, again, I can't, I can't get to her. It's so frustrating because you can't get away from it. Or I can't get away from it. And you know what's... You know what's also infuriating about this whole thing? Is that I don't think people understand that that's some of the like behind-the-scenes stuff that goes down. That that's some of the things that people experience that have to deal with on almost a day-to-day -day sort of... frequency. And they go out... I live a normal life and talk to people and hear about their accomplishments or what their favorite color is and that kind of thing. Like nothing ever happened. Like even just three hours ago, have to splash cold water on your face and do some breathing exercises and take panic attack medication because you were the one that caused your wife to die in a dream. <clears throat> yeah. I know there's some people out there that don't get that. And that's okay. I mean, I don't think anybody should go through it. Shit's painful. Very painful. And I wouldn't want this on anybody. At least that wasn't deserving. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's just funny how people try to support through stuff like this, you know? Like, really? All it takes. All it takes is for someone to just, like, sit down... And be like, hey, tell me about him. What was your name? What do you remember about him? What were like the good moments? Or, hey, tell me what's going on. Tell me about it. How do you feel? What do you want to do about it? 
oh man, that totally sucks. Oh, it sounds like you're feeling this through that situation. All it takes is just some empathetic listening instead of going around talking about people behind their backs and how they're not acting normal when they got this stuff going on. I should be more specific. Yeah, there was a moment earlier where I, just, I found out that one of my friends was upset about me because I'd, I'd canceled last minute on one of these um, outings that we had scheduled. And one of the reasons was because of, you know, the nightmares and stuff that was going on. So, yeah. When I found out that they were talking behind my back and just kind of being like, what's the deal? Like, why aren't they coming to these things? Like, what's happening? Like, dude, are they just, are they just a jerk? Like, do they not want to be around me? Or are they, you know, do they not care? Like, do they not like me as much or whatever? No. No, it's none of that. It's just maybe... We're going through a real hard time and are a little self-involved. And that sucks because it's not really what we're supposed to be going for. I mean, every psychologist out there up to or down to Jesus has talked about how helping other people and reaching out in gratitude has been the thing to help people in their like state of emotional need. So yeah, being self-involved seems a little bit counterintuitive. And I get that. And I still feel guilty about it because of this mantra that I've heard from various different psychologists telling me that I need to be looking out for other people. But you know what? Honestly, this is my time. This is my time to grieve. This is my time to like figure out how to deal with this because this is the thing. This whole bitch of the situation that I'm in is outside of my capacity. I'm not strong enough for this. I'm not. I'm into that. I know that like... People like to put on a facade, and that's what I do on a day-to-day basis, especially when I go to work. Yeah, you put that mask on, you put the face on. Hey, I got this. Life is normal. I'm here. We're here. Let's do it. But the reality is, I'm dying inside, at least on a daily basis. And I can't handle that. I don't know how to deal with that. This is the first time I've been through a situation like this, so I have no idea what in the fuck I'm doing. And, oh, that's angry. It's or sorry, it's frustrating. Like I'm angry. Um, it's exhausting. Like it'll knock you on your ass, and I'm depressed. It's uh, scary sometimes, you know, because again, you have no idea what's going on in the future. Plus, you don't know when a panic attack is going to show up. <laughs> Whether it's when you overbook yourself or something, and for some reason everything just trips off and you start hyperventilating and going into that hyperfocus mode, or whether it's somebody else coming into work that's gone through the same situation as you and hearing that situation just kind of, you know, reminds you of the one that you're in. <sighs> or you are in. <laughs> if we want to avoid any sort of like, you know, verbal metaphor or connection to bodily fluids. This is a dumb joke. Listen, I'm angry. and I'm tired. Not exactly on my end game right now. Like I said, this is a rant. You know, I used to believe in true love. Do you guys remember that? Do you remember that every movie out there was talking about true love? Every parent out there was all about true love and finding somebody and using, I don't know, each other's stubbornness to like be together and create a family and move forward and make the world a better place. But there wasn't really a divorce thing. Divorce was like an, a rarity. It was, was something that was shocking because it didn't happen that often. And 
People didn't just like separate because actually stuck around with each other because they realized that sometimes it's better to not be alone. And that's a case by case basis. Not everybody is that way, but me, like as a person, no, I can't be alone. It sucks. It's fucking insane because especially in this sort of situation, I have all the time in the world. I can be myself. I've got, you know, non-disposable income that I can use just basically on me and the people that I care about around me, whether that be friends or family, and not have to worry about kids or family or bills or whether your family's going to survive and whether you can pay for those bills or you guys are going to have to go bankrupt and traumatize your kids because you can't pay for stuff. I don't have any of that. It's just me. <laughs> and it's gut-wrenching, which is so frustrating. Cause it'd be so much nicer if I could just be one of those guys that can like handle being by himself without feeling like there's something missing or that <sighs> I'm not living the dream that I've grown up having. Because that's what I've always believed in. I mean, let's take Princess Bride, for example. Princess Bride was like one of the most popular movies back in the what, eighties, nineties when it came out? I mean Carrie Elwes was what? Or Carrie Ewells was what, like twenty five? when he first did that movie. And the whole mantra about that was that like true love was what was most important. True love is what makes miracles happen. True love is what defeats the castle guards and all the adversaries and roadblocks and thing, opposition that comes in your way. I remember, what was that line where <laughs> Buttercup is talking to him after she finds out he's the pirate and she's like, Or I think he asked her if it was true, if it was true love. And he was like, if it was true love, why did you wait? She was like, you died. <laughs> I remember his response. His response was so profound. He said, you know, death can't stop true love. Can only delay it a little. Like how poetic, man. Like who talks like that anymore? Who has that dream anymore? I mean, you got to look around the most recent, what, uh, divorce statistic from, I think it was Harvard or Yale. Yeah, we're looking at 48%. That's for first marriages. Goes up after that. Second marriage is such and such divorce rate, and then third one is 70-something? 70-something percent divorce rate. Are you kidding me? How in the world are you supposed to believe in something as precious and pure and powerful as true love when you've got that as your opposition or your expectation. I don't know, man. It just doesn't seem worth it to pursue it anymore. You know? Kind of just feels like what's the point at this end? You know, I was watching TikTok videos earlier, and something came up today. It was a compilation of uh, of kids, like babies. We'll, we'll say, like, uh, newborns to one-year-old. But um, <laughs> it was all these uh, videos of, of these, these little babies, these little kids laughing. I mean, I was just, it's just, like, gut-busting, like, laugh so hard that you can't breathe kind of laughing. And I don't know if you guys have seen these videos. I don't know if you have kids or have been around kids where this kind of stuff happens, but 
oh my gosh, it is like the most magical thing ever because it's, it's, it's just uninhibited and it's just pure, you know? <laughs> it's like raw happiness coming from the smallest form of human being ever. That's fantastic. <laughs> it is absolutely fantastic. I don't think that's the point. If you really needed something to believe in, in terms of like true love, it's going to be that. It's going to be those small little moments where it's just it's just precious and shiny and it's as magical as a newborn laughing, hysterically, without stopping at the stupidest little things ever. Because they can. That's my why, anyways. It doesn't have to be newborns. It could be. It could be anybody. I mean, it could be adults for crying out loud. You guys ever been at a party where somebody something stupid happens, and everybody is just on the floor, like just hysterical. I mean, just like laughing their faces. I mean, look at the bloopers that you see for TV shows and movies and things like that. I mean, something will trip off, and everybody is just dying, having the time of their lives, and living in the moment. That is what we're going for. Not these fucking nightmares. So now it comes down to pain management, right? So this is what you have. What do you do with it? You just sit around a bitch all day and talk and complain on a podcast about how hard your life is. When in reality, it's not that hard. Got a little bunch of like... um Oh my gosh, what what are they called? Something athletes. Ah, oh, jeez. But it's these guys that have, like, um, physical disabilities and they still compete in the Olympics and things like that. Like, at least I don't have phantom pains of a leg that got cut off in some sort of industrial accident. Like, at least I can hear and see and kind of experience things in all my senses. So it's really not that hard. Which is why it doesn't make sense to sit around and complain about it and bitch about it. <sighs> really, the only thing we can do is like learn how to live with it. And that sucks, because... <laughs> God, I don't want to. It feels unfair. And honestly, I want to like kick and scream and fight against it, just to see if I can change the reality of it, you know? <laughs> like, sure, I've got PTSD, but maybe if I just act out as much as I possibly can maybe it'll go away or maybe somehow I'll get rid of it that's not how it works but I don't know sometimes it just makes sense in my head you know when the chips are down and I'm all out of strength <laughs> I just have nothing left but to just deal with it Oh my god. Well, it's really hard to believe in fate or luck or, un or the universe or whatever you want to call it. But that like belief in a higher system or the belief that there's like something bigger than us that's out there that's hopefully working on our behalf really hard to believe in that when stuff like this happens because what the hell 
I mean, seriously, if it really, like, honestly cared about us or wanted the best for us, you really think stuff like this would happen? Or like human trafficking or pick your daily flavor of bad things that are going on in the world. What the hell, dude? Why? First of all, yeah, why? The hell would stuff like this happen? And second of all, like, what in the world are you supposed to do within your realm of influence to, yeah, I don't know, continue to live life? Continue to take it day by day without just crumbling into a ball of despair and calling it quits? I'm just saying, that sounds like a pretty good alternative to dealing with whatever it is that we have to deal with right now. And the only thing that I can think that would make it all worth it or to compensate for all of that just like shit that goes on in world in the in this world is love. I'm not talking about the romantic shit. Like we've all seen the rom coms and we've you know, read letters to Juliet and seen Titanic. I'm talking about that kind of love. I'm talking about the kind of love that motivates somebody to think outside of themselves and do what they can to make the world a better place. Make their community a better place. Because, as the one guy said in Princess Bride, it's the most powerful thing in this world. It's even more powerful than death. Ah, damn it. We're past our 20-minute mark. All right. I got to shut it down, but listen. Sometimes it's okay to be angry. Fucking shout at the world and just let them know who's bossed. Yeah, sometimes it works to be pissed off for greatness. Unbelievable. Anyways, I know you're trying your best. Appreciate all that you do. Um, thanks for listening and all that jazz. And have a great night. Talk to you guys later.